Hey y'all, let's talk about making your week a whole lot easier with Factor. Picture this, gourmet meals, dietitian approved, delivered straight to your door. No fuss, no hassle, just deliciousness waiting for you. Whether you're keto, calorie smart, vegan, or anything in between, Factor has over 35 options a week to choose from. And the best part is they're ready to eat in just minutes. But it's not just meals. Think snacks, smoothies, and all the good stuff in between. Plus, it's budget-friendly, way cheaper than your typical takeout, and way healthier too. Let's just say Factor gets you. It's perfect for our busy lives, offering flexibility with 6 to 18 meals a week. And don't worry, if you need a pause or reschedule, they got you. And let's talk about cleanup. With Factor, there's none. Meals come ready to heat and eat. So say goodbye to cooking and cleaning. So ready to simplify your life? Well, go ahead and head to factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 and use our code blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. That's code blackgirlflow50 at factormeals.com slash blackgirlflow50 to get 50% off. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old Black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. We've all heard of self-care before, but have you ever heard of soul care? Well, on this episode, Liv and I dive deep into understanding the difference between self-care and soul care. First, we'll talk about what we've maintained as our self-care practices, but then we take this conversation in a deeper direction, learning about soul care, which focuses on the mind-body-soul connection. We're super excited to share with you all this concept in hopes that we prioritize our soul care and hope that we can be in better community with each other. We really hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Black Girl Flow Podcast. I hope that no matter where you are right now in your journey in life and your week that you're feeling good about the decisions that you're making, that you're feeling loved and supported by your community. I feel like I'm coming in with a lot of love in this space today. I'm like, okay, I, I feel very like grateful and like ready to spread my love. So I want to spread that energy to y'all. I really feel like if the OGs who have been with us since day one know mm. that back in the heyday, we used to do a pop culture segment. Yeah. And I feel like this has evolved to affirmations. Yes. Because I feel like we, you really started like setting the stage and just like inviting people to come in with such a grounding energy. So talk about an evolution. <laughs> I know. I know. We we used to be talking about Lori Harvey, like, you know, what the Shade Room's talking about. And we really like pivoted, I think, with our rebrand and like, yeah. again, like inviting everyone into a peaceful and calming atmosphere, not concerned with what anyone else has going on in the world. Because also... We can't keep up with the firestorm that is the world around us. So I'm actually happy because there's not a lot of spaces where we do get to just like be 
for a second. Even if yeah. even if you just listen to that and just kind of take a deep breath, it's I feel like very unique that we get to do that with the Black Girl Flow community. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the energy for my pulse check today. I like I said, I'm coming in with a lot of love. But I'm also coming in with a curiosity to learn. And I know that we talked about this a little bit on our walk earlier today, but I there have been just so many different themes coming up in my life pertaining to spirituality, pertaining to wellness, and pertaining to cycles, like actual period cycles and then also how women um, operate like cyclically. And I, you know, we talk about this a lot. So like, I'm really like trying to dive into, I know like we had the episode of learning and unlearning, like there are just so many different themes of learning that I am interested in and that I'm like excited to learn more about. Like my life path number, I recently learned is a seven and that's like the life path of a philosopher. If you don't know what a life path number is, please look it up. It's like one of, it's like a culmination of your birthday, um, you know, with some math in it. And I think like each life path number lets you know what your purpose in life is. And so mine is a seven. I'd highly recommend looking up your life path number, but I'm, I'm curious and I'm excited to learn. Mm -hmm. I also think this is going to be really exciting to listen back to because we're pre-recording this episode because Mm -hmm. you are going to be on somewhere around the world on an island yes and so I'm really excited to see and hear and share how that curiosity evolves over your trip Mm. and then getting to share all of that because we've already mentioned to you all we're about to spend a little bit of time away and distance only makes the heart grow fonder so I'm sure in the intermediary I will be missing you bunches but I feel like I am feeling really just grateful right now of just like getting to share space with some of my favorite people. It truly feels like sometimes my wildest dreams. Like Mm. as much as we joke that like we need a reality television show, like in my head, we are in one. You know Mm. what I mean? Like in my head, sometimes it's like, okay, there are secret cameras watching us. Like we're getting filmed. Like when does the episode drop? So sometimes I just like am overwhelmed with joy of just like, what did I do to deserve such a good life? And then I'm like, you know what? Ask less questions. Enjoy the people around you more. Mm, yeah, I love that. Like, I think your dream, and it's funny because it's like you're an Aquarius, <laughs> so it's like you need your space. But at the same time, you were talking about your dream of just having all of your friends in one space. So, like, I think you secretly have this master plan of like, okay, lives here. Like, okay, who's the next person on the list? How do I get them? <laughs> how do I get them to where I'm at right now? So it's like. Yes. It feeds your soul. It's purely selfish reasons of convenience. Like, why would you not want to have all your favorite people in the same vicinity, but, like, in their own homes? Like, not all living in my house, but, like, in your own homes, but, like, I can walk to you. One friend make you mad, you go to the next friend's house, (laughs) and then they're like, okay, like, you know, yeah, no, that sounds fun. just really curious why my friends are not as down for this idea, like, unfortunately do you know how desperate it feels to be that friend that's like why don't we all All move in together together? and everyone's like sure and I'm like oh my gosh am I the friend that everyone doesn't want which is not true my friends are all homies but everyone's like the first question everyone's like they're like where is this gonna happen and I'm like I don't know yeah everyone's like very skeptical and you're like (laughs) extremely optimistic about it so who knows like maybe one day you'll manifest it 
I'm already here, so we need like more people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, we got one. Right. Like, see, like she's looking perfectly. Like she's she's so happy. Like, like you could be this happy too. It's that like listen to a true testimony. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's your turn to try your 90 day free trial. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think you're manifesting it, and I think you're doing a great job of it Thank too. You. I'm calling on all my friends in the wee hours in the night. Yeah, well, what is your, like, energy looking like, too, like, coming into this space? Um, I think it's definitely, like, prepping for the summer. Like, it just mm-hmm. feels like the year has just gone by so quickly. Like, yeah. how is it already April? Oh, my gosh. And 2022. And so, you know, it just feels like gripping onto time and, just, like, <laughs> also thinking about, like, what does this summer look like? And we're already, like, have things in the in the works and then people are already talking about, like, August, October. And I'm like, yo, what? Like, huh? yeah. So it's a lot of exciting things, but it's definitely they're like, woo, woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Energy that whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, like people be buying plane tickets being like, cool, we got with this one. Cough, cough, Olivia. Girl, I'm trying to I'm trying to be on them flights. I'm yeah, like, okay, is. like uh compensation from twenty twenty being traumatizing. <laughs> but I think it's interesting because during these seasons of like lots of moving parts and summer coming is really kind of a time for people to think about too like what are their self-care practices that sustain them and Mm. I don't know about you and maybe this is just like the social media vortex that we're in but it feels like a lot of like companies because there's kind of this great resignation people are like really considering their workplace people have really been prioritizing their self-care and we're also seeing companies start to prioritize that to like entice people and so I feel like this is a conversation that we need to dive into a little bit mm-hmm. because I have never for like for a really long time like been down for the self-care conversation like that. Like I've also been a big skeptic of it as well. Yeah. Of just being like, I don't think I really get this. Whether my skepticism has been from like a racialized point where I'm like, I don't think our self-care is the same type of self-care. Like I don't think, you know, the burdens that a black woman or a person of color carry a manicure pedicure does something for that you know what I mean so I've always been skeptical but seeing it on this bigger platform definitely prompts the conversation to dive a little bit deeper which is how we want to spend this conversation yeah absolutely thinking about like self-care and maybe introducing some like newer ways to reframe it that might include more than just the individual but I'm curious like what your perspective of self-care is and if you're seeing like the same trends yeah I think for a lot of black women but like I'll speak for myself individually my self-care is very like immediate like it's like okay how can I seek immediate gratification in Mm. this moment and so when I'm stressed that means turning on reality tv shows popping some popcorn drinking some tea like that was my guaranteed method for feeling better when I was in college and I remember when I just kind of felt like my life was like crashing down on me. Like I went to go see a counselor at Elon and they were like, okay, you're going to have to start thinking about ways other than popping your popcorn. Like, like what are you going to do when that's not available? Mm. And so that's that since having that conversation, maybe like my junior year, I've been really trying to reshape like, okay, what are some tangible things, especially when I was living at home with my 
with my mom, like love her to death, but I knew that I needed to move out from mm-hmm. my mental, you know, to just have my own space and be on my own and take that independence. Like, what does that look like without needing external things? Like, how can I calm my mind from within? And so that's something that I'm still um, practicing and it's dedicate, like I, I view self-care as like dedicating my time to being well. So like mm-hmm. making decisions that, go to my overall wellness Mm -hmm. what would you say for you oh that's a really good uh, yeah I should have thought about what mine yeah (laughs) um I definitely think like being outside and just like rolling in the grass yeah definitely like mine um or just like being active I really love hikes like really really love hikes um or just like nice long walks which we've been able to do I was gonna say to just like observing yours like you really do like I saw you just light up when you were preparing for your trip and you were like I got my hair did I got my eyebrows did right and I know that you wasn't even all that you wanted to get done so it's like I do understand those like little just floods of dopamine yeah where it's just like I feel better now like oh okay I feel better yeah and I think sometimes that so much is I do love the like therapeutic things like I love a glass of wine and like doing my nails and things like that but other than that I'm like all the things I do Mm -hmm. are to my wellness you're yeah I would say that you you've always been like a very wellness focused person I think for me within my self-care routine I've been trying to get away from from spending money in order to feel good you know because like you're saying like it's that immediate dopamine hit when you're able to just (laughs) splurge on some new clothes get your hair done and you know I think that getting your hair done getting your eyebrows done getting your nails done it's all about feeling good on the outside feeling good on the inside like are looking good on the outside feeling good on the inside yeah and so there's something to be said about that but I think at the same time like you know it I view getting my hair done and getting my eyebrows done and having certain clothes as a way of expressing myself. Yeah. And that to me feeds my spirit because it makes me feel like an individual, you know, yeah. like I'm not the only person that looks this way. Yeah. And so it's all about like getting to the root of what your self-care habits say about you. Yeah. And also like, am I, am I falling into the trap of overconsumption? Yeah. And am I just like, looking at what other people tell me to do like is it like I looked at someone getting a massage one day being like oh well I need a massage I'm gonna go pay $150 to stay get go to this hotel and get a massage or like where is it all rooted in yeah and I think that that part of like getting even deeper to like what are really where where am I being driven by this action yeah is where I hope most people are desiring to go in the self-care conversation and I think it's honestly been like a little bit of my skepticism in the sense of I'm like okay you know this overconsumption, this delay of gratification like yeah. can we really mask that in self-care like right. is a toxic work culture really going to be solved by a massage you know mm. all these things But I newly got introduced to this idea that I think takes it a little bit further. And I love when you've been like feeling some way and then you find a word or a term or a concept that you're like, oh, wow, that feels so good to like know that that's an experience. And it was the idea of taking this concept from like self-care, which is very much like 
thinking of like the superficial surface level of care, like messaged as individual indulgence that sometimes causes harm or perpetuates what, you know, the like dominant normal culture is of like individualism and participating in capitalism, et cetera, et cetera. Like nuance with the like, it's good for you. But this new idea that I think even goes a little bit deeper is called soul care. Mm. And um, it's a little bit more centered around like the mind, body, like heart and soul connection and taking care of one another as well as yourselves because like our well-being is kind of tied to each other Mm. and it really instead of thinking about the individual centers like the value of the collective Mm -hmm. and so I think it gets to what maybe that therapist was suggesting to you of like what are like the types of relationships that you're cultivating Mm -hmm. and like what are you know the healthy habits that you have and like things like that moving a little bit from you know, letting the outside dictate how you feel, but doing like the inside work and letting that shape the outside. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we we talk a little bit about this in some of our other episodes where we trace back our experiences to when did we stop honoring, you know, X thing. Like, for example, I know that I'm innately a creative person. I chose a career path that wasn't creative right? Mm -hmm. That's an example of me not honoring my creative abilities Mm -hmm. because each one of us is born with our own unique gifts and specialties. And so part of my understanding of like part of our life, it's, it's meant to chase after that and impact other people with those abilities. And so if we're constantly being fed, like, you know, you need to have this product to make you feel happy and you need to follow this route in order to seek fulfillment but you're not looking within then you're gonna allow other people to dictate where you end up yeah you know yeah and so I've been really trying to trace back to when did I stop honoring and it really does tying it tying it all into soul care lead to my inner child and like Mm. figuring out what did I love to do as a kid that I stopped doing like what makes what would make five-year-old Libby, 12-year-old Libby, even I would say like your high school self is still your inner child because those are so formative years where yeah. you're learning about yourself and, and you're figuring out what you like. Like when did I or start? Or experience deep yeah. trauma. <laughs> yes, or yeah, or experiencing deep trauma around certain things. And so, yeah, I'm on that journey of figuring out like, okay, how can I heal this side of me? Yeah. And, and what steps can I take to make sure that I'm not dishonoring yeah. myself? Yeah. further yeah but I just think it's such an important distinction to make mm. because when we can tie back like you know we were on a walk the other day and we stopped by a playground and you're like I gotta get on the swings right you know most people wouldn't think that that's an act of self-care right but you're like oh, my inner child just like living for this and then you get to like re relive the image of you're like I was always on here when you're a little kid and I think it's important that that becomes a part of our daily routine absolutely and I think what we also sometimes like even for myself I have a hard time even beginning that process because I almost feel guilty that I've kind of neglected myself in that way. Mm. That I thought, you know, 
getting my hair done and I agree with you sometimes it's just like honestly like the maintenance of it all just like keeps it easier like yeah. one less thing to worry about or it's just like the hygiene but it's like are we doing those things because we don't know the root cause of it you know what right. I mean because I've had a tumultuous relationship with my hair you know yeah. it's an opportunity for us to get deeper because sometimes that mind body heart is so discombobulated that we don't even realize why we're making the decisions that we are Absolutely. And so we're like cascaded under this facade. And I think it's really a great opportunity to say like, here are some clear ways that we can enter, you know, a better wellness practice, a more holistic wellness yeah. practice in commitment to ourselves. When we really start to think about like, oh, this is about nourishing our spirit. Like this mm -hmm. is about nourishing not just my outward, but like my inward too, uh, which I think maybe it's because I'm like, I've always been like, no. And it's the great Ryan Stratton who told me, change your attitude, change your life. Like it's the inside that really will shape how we see the outside. Yeah. So I just love the idea of like being committed to centering the soul instead of the self just because it could the self could get us distracted and lead us off the path no 100 percent. and I think some reflective questions to ask yourself to to differentiate like the soul care versus the self-care is asking yourself like what are you passionate about like mm. what do you want to learn more about like how are you honoring yourself in your day-to-day what are things that are feeding your spirit? Mm. What are things that are leaving you drained? Mm. Are they are there people? Is it is it something that will soon pass that you know you need to get to the next step? Like, you know, studying and like needing to prepare for for university. Like you know that, that that's soon gonna pass and that you'll be going to the next step, but like really evaluating all of the decisions that you're making and where they stem from. Like, am I doing this because my parents want me to do this? Am I doing this because society is telling me to do this? Am I doing this because I see my other friends doing this? Like really having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you and your spirit. And I read um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Mm. She is such a fantastic writer and she's gone through so much um, within her own personal life. But she talks about... Um, this thing called knowing, like, like your inner being pretty much mm. like the knowing is being able to see clarity and even some of like life's craziest moments and being able to return back to yourself. Mm. And this shows up in so many other practices and cultures, you know, like meditation. Um, I think for many people seeking meditation can provide clarity, but we all have to figure out what feeds us so that we can, again, return to that community-centered uh, mindset and figure out, okay, now that I'm full and that I've shown up in a way that can support myself, like how can I show up for others and how can I teach other people how to live this life? Because if everyone could feel fulfilled, happy, and healed and like connected to their inner child, we would be so like, <laughs> we would transform the world exactly and I think that's why this is so important and I'm like so happy I got introduced that because I was like oh that's there's what, a word for it there's a word for it and that's been my gripe and that's like how I can call out like a toxic self-care culture because at the end of the day too and this is why I think it's so important to bring into the black girl flow community is like we have to be so mindful how we tend to ourselves as black women and black people mm -hmm. because 
if we're not careful, the culture that gets pushed on to us, the culture that's the norm, is a culture that centers whiteness. Mm. Like, our education system already centers whiteness. Our media already centers whiteness. Like, even how you take care of yourself, if that centers whiteness, then, like, you're not really taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of keeping, you know, us not situated in our power. And not being able to see how our powers interconnected with each other. And I think that this really bridges the opportunity of like, now I can support your care. Mm. Because I know when you're your best self, then I can also be my best self. And I think that's like a part of when people start to engage in like setting healthy boundaries and being their inner child. It's like, if you're around people who don't support that, it's because they can't see their own you know, power and humanity tied to that. But when you are with people that it's like, oh my gosh, yes, love that boundary because that's the exact distance Liv needs to be her best self in our relationship. Or when you see somebody living in their inner child, it's like, oh my gosh, I want nothing more for you to release all that joy. And like, I hope I catch some of it, right? Yeah. And I just think about like the moments like those bring us so much closer. Like there's moments that me and you have like, we went on a we went on a walk and there was a drum line that was like practicing out right. in this park. And you know what Liv and I started doing? Like, yo, know, like we literally started dancing in the middle of the street to this drum line. Absolutely. And like that is a moment of like literally being your inner child, like we were on a playground. Right. Like we were the main stars of our own TV show. And I'm like, that's two people being their inner child together, and that is the purest form of a connection. Like, how can you not want to cultivate more of that? Absolutely. And I, that's what I want people to, like, really be invested in, of, like, going that extra mile and going deeper. Because I think we're all better for it when we're thinking about, like, cultivating community, which we know is so important. And what we're trying to do here for the Black Girl Folk community. Yeah, and I think just that piece about letting someone else figure out what makes them shine from the inside out Mm. is literally what you live by when it comes to even like bell hooks work, right? Mm -hmm. Because she talks so much about love Mm -hmm. and how we might have received a lot of care, but like loving someone requires us to allow them to do things and to be who they are in a way that like doesn't always benefit us. Yeah. Like loving them as they are and letting their light shine from within and being happy for them. Yeah. Even if they're like, you know, distance away. Yeah. So. And I think that's a very big difference than just like the superficial surface level things. Right. And I want, I want more of the former. (laughs) Yeah. I want, I want a big ball of soul care. (laughs) Yeah. But I get how that could be a new place for people to start their journey. Cause don't get me wrong. I already think it's hard to advocate for yourself to even have a cult, like to even have habits of self care. Mm-hmm. Like I even know that so many of us are burnt out, feel like we're depleted already. Don't have that time to invest in ourselves. And so I can imagine too, even taking it a step further is like, yo bro, like I don't have time for that. Like right. cultivate my inner child who, what, when, where, why. But I think those questions that you started to prompt us with of like going back and just sitting with those moments of like, when in my childhood was I really happy? Mm-hmm. And like, what were some of those activities or what were some of those desires I yeah. had, you know, as a child? And just like starting from there, because I do think that like you can enter this journey at any point. 
Absolutely. And it takes it takes a lot of work. I think when I was in that space of just feeling so down on my luck and like visiting the counselor and stuff, I was in a period of time where I needed to walk alone. Like I was seeking community, but I was like, ah, like I just need to be alone because mm-hmm. I'm not really connecting like with those around me. And I just spent a lot of time alone, like reflecting. And I've talked about this a little bit. And so many people come up to us and they're like, you know, how can I find my tribe? You know? And I always think to myself, like, this was not always, like, we did not Mm. always have the relationship that we have now. And it's been a journey of me trying to understand what I need in a friend and what requires me to be a good friend to others to have me fully show up. Like, correctly for you know what I mean like coming correct because I'm trying to come correct for my brother like I want to show up as a good sister I'm I'm trying to show up as a good daughter of course I'm trying to show up as a good friend I'm trying to show up like consistently across the board and so for those that are also like in periods of life where they're just like walking alone embrace those feelings Mm -hmm. and ask yourself those introspective questions and be curious, like try things out, be like fail forward is what the kids (laughs) love to say these days, because that, that way you're, you'll really, you'll really grow a deeper understanding of who you are and what you want to bring to the world. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think at the core of it, it is truly like a revolutionary act Mm -hmm. to begin to you know, reconnect how your mind, body, and heart are guiding you. And if you're also interested, check out Brene Brown's Atlas Mm. of the Heart, which really helps like dive into like the complexities of all the emotions we have that we might not even know we have words to. Because just like I got this word that helped me kind of align with a feeling that I felt it that that can also just be like step one right like I'm right there with you so just encourage everybody to step in that revolutionary act of um, exploring and being curious just like you said absolutely well the conversation always continues over social and please let us know like how you're going to be feeding your soul how you're going to be feeding your spirit like what are things that you can do to get started today make a list i made my list and i'm excited for y'all to join us on the journey of you know being more aligned being more in tune being more in flow if you will with that being said that's all that we have for you today folks and we're starting off with peace love and blessings have a wonderful day see y'all All right, that wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.